안녕하세요. 헤이들 K-pop fans, what's up? K-pop is something that has become something very close to my heart during the COVID era, and I am glad that I'll be able to talk about it today. But you won't have to listen to me blabber alone. Joining me today are my panelists. Satvika Suri is a K-pop enthusiast, just like me, and will be my fellow fan girl today. Thanks for coming, Satvika. I would also like to welcome my good friend Dia Singh, who will give us the honest opinions of a non-K-pop fan. Satvika and Dia, please tell our listeners a bit more about yourselves. Hello, everyone. I'm Dia Singh. I'm thirteen uh, years old. I studied in uh, Alcon International School. So, thank you so much, Shweta, first of all, to give me this opportunity to come in your podcast and tell everyone about this amazing uh, about K-pop fans. Uh, so I'm very excited excited about this podcast. Thank you. Hi all, I'm Satvika Suri, a 14 year old from Bangalore. I am obsessed with books, and as Reva already said, I am a huge K-pop enthusiast. I just love everything Korean and K-pop related, and I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for calling me, Reva. My pleasure. All right, so before we start. I'd like to thank Gosmia for giving me this wonderful opportunity. Also, if you're new to backstage, there's a chat box at the bottom of the screen and a lot of cool reactions that you can post. All right then. So with no further delay, let's start. Or as we say in Korean, "kaja." Now, before we get into the vast sea of K-pop, let's get to know a bit more about the term Hallyu, or as I like to call it, the Korean craze. Hallyu or the Korean wave is the increase in global attraction towards the South Korean culture. The various aspects of Hallyu are K-pop that most of us are familiar with, and uh, K-dramas, Korean food, and the Korean lifestyle in general. So, in today's episode, we'll be discussing the most famous aspect of Hallyu, which is K-pop. So, what exactly is K-pop, and what's the craze about it? To break it down. K-pop is a kind of genre of music and art that originates from Korea, and kind of mushes a lot of music to noise and art to form a, to create masterpieces. K-pop has become increasingly famous among the younger generation because it brings out fresh new ideas through its songs and focuses on the new generation's views and perspectives. Have you listened to a K-pop song? What was your reaction to it? K-pop. Isn't just about cute boys and cool dancing. It's a unique form of music that has become a genre of its own. To be honest, K-pop is not just a music genre; it's an art form. The idols, artists who perform K-pop, are skilled not only in singing but also in dancing, rapping, and in maintaining their relationship with their fans. Their closeness with their fan base and their loyalty towards them is what truly makes them so popular. The fans just don't come to support their music, but also their personalities and their views. Okay, now that we know what K-pop is, let's move on towards those who perform it. The artists who perform this amazing art form are highly trained and train in entertainment companies for years before they actually debut. There are two types of idols. Idol groups like girl group bands, for example, Blackpink and NCT, and boy group bands, for example, BTS and Stray Kids, and then there are also solo idols like IU and Taemin. 
Idols are employed by entertainment companies like JYP, Big Hit, etc. Moreover, each of these bands or solo idols have their own fan bases, like BTS has ARMY and Blackpink has Blinks. Being a fan of a group feels like being part of an international community and it's the best feeling in the world. Satvika, what's your experience of being a K-pop fan? Okay, so I'm going to be honest here. I had no idea about K-pop or anything Korean related until before the lockdown. Like the lockdown period is uh, when I discovered the K-pop, you know, the whole K-pop world. And it's actually really good. You know, you get to learn a lot about K-pop. You discover that K-pop is not just a music genre. It's like a whole new music thing in itself. Like, you know, it's creating history everywhere. Like, guys, did you know that... Uh, in from Orissa, there's this uh, 18-year-old named Shreya Lenka who is going to be the first Indian to become a K-pop artist if she wins the finals. Like she's literally one step away from becoming a K-pop, you know, a part of a K-pop group. So it's literally so great to be a part of these fan bases. Wow, that's so cool. And Dia, what's it like being a non-K-pop fan? Um, honestly, like when I'm with my friends or a group of people, like and they just talk about K-pop, like for example, BTS band and Blackpink. So like I little get confused, like what are they talking about exactly? So from that part, it's a little bit confusing. But I have heard some of its songs and I enjoyed it very much. All right. Thanks for sh sharing your opinion, guys. All right. So now it's time for the most exciting part of this podcast. Let's talk about some of the most famous bands of the Hallyu and some of my personal favorites. I have been a K-pop fan since November 2020, right around the time BTS's hit song Dynamite came out. I have come across several K-pop apps since then. So right now, I'm going to take some of the names of the most famous idol groups I've heard about and stand. And your job is to let me know in the comments about all the acts you've heard about. And Satvika and Dia, you can also let me know which bands you've heard about. Alright, so Hana, Dul, Zip, let's start. BTS, Stray Kids, Tomorrow X Together or TXT, Seventeen, EXO, Blackpink, Idzy, Red Velvet, 80s, SF9, Everglow, Twice, and NCT. Alright, so I can see a lot of BTS fans here. Okay, so Satvika and Dia, how many of these bands um, have you heard about? I heard about BTS and Blackpink, but I haven't heard songs of uh, Blackpink, but I have heard uh, some couple of songs about on BTS. So I've heard uh, Butter, Dynamite, and Universe. Okay, cool. And what about you, Satya? Okay, I've heard all of these bands. I know all of them. I've heard at least two or three songs from each of these bands. And I love all of them so much. Wow, great to know we have a K-pop multi-stan here. Okay, so let's get into fangirling mode. Because now we'll be talking about Stray Kids. Stray Kids is one of my personal favorites and it's a boy group under label JYP and it consists of the members Chan, Lino, Changbin, Felix, Hyunjin, Seungmin, Han and Ayan. 
they're a really cool boy group and they've released many awesome songs like thunderous cheese christmas evil god's menu etc guys you can type your favorite cricket songs and your bias while satvika can tell us her opinion on this group okay so i uh, listen to a lot of kpop but i'm mostly into bts txt and you know other groups i haven't heard much of stray kids but i am in love with felix his voice oh my god it can go both high and low at the same time and all of the voices together sounds so you know satisfying to hear them all synchronized together even though the voices are like all of their voices are of different ranges but when they put it in a song together it sounds so cool yeah exactly so uh sanvi says that her bias in stray kids is hyunjin cool my bias is leno and uh, gurbani says that her favorite song is elevator and her bias is felix that's nice my favorite song is nero probably great so dia are you curious about this group yeah now? pretty much Yeah, well, I hope you check out their songs because they are on their way to becoming the most successful K-pop acts with the help of their awesome fans called Stays, and I'm proud to be one of them. They have one of the strongest rappers in the K-pop world, with Jungbin being the fastest and with Han being the fourth fastest. All right, let's move on to the most adorable and one of the best girl groups ever formed. Itzy is one of the youngest girl groups with having debuted in 2019 under JYP but that doesn't make them any less skilled the members Ryojin, Sheryong, Yeji, Yuna and Lia have worked hard to produce awesome songs like Not Shy, Wanna Be, In the Morning and their latest song Loco Satvika what are your thoughts on their new song and listeners tell me some good Itzy songs to add to my playlist Okay, Loco. I am. Uh, it's uh, it's in my playlist since it released because it comes from my favorite genre, electronic dance music. I love EDM, and the song was so crazy. You know, you can dance to it forever. Yeah, definitely. I also love EDM music, and uh, it's kind of like Itzy's signature style. You know, EDM music and uh, dance songs. And I'm uh, personally, my favorite one is uh, Wannabe. Or maybe not shy. All right. Even Sanvi's favorite is Wannabe, Reva. Wow! Yeah, I know. I know Sanvi. Yeah, she told me. And uh, Gurbani says that her bias is Yeji. Oh my gosh, mine too. Yes, I love Yeji. Okay, so Dia, which is the K-pop? act that you are most interested in so far out of all the ones that we have discussed like um generally uh, i like i'm interested in the dance you know dance musics and yeah i have heard move but i am interested in the dance musics cool so actually most of the kpop bands have a lot of cool dancing and partying music so Uh, like Stray Kids has uh, Miro, Thunderous, and Itzy has Not Shy in the Morning, and of course Loco. So you can check those out. Okay, so now, guys, your job is to type down in the chat box what K-pop groups you want us to talk about right now. All right. 
Yes, and feel free to put in your opinions in the chat box as well. Okay, you give us the group, we talk, and you talk with us as well. Yeah, exactly. It will be more fun that way. Yep. BTS or Blackpink? Okay. Oh, of course. I knew we were going to get this. Okay. So on Sanvi's request, let's talk about BTS. Yeah. Now, for those of you. Yes, yes, yeah. I also love BTS. All right. So, for those who don't know BTS here, which is probably impossible because unless you've been living under the rock, it's impossible not to hear about BTS. Um, it's a boy group under Hype labels, and it consists of seven members, which is Jin, uh, Suga, J Hope, um, Taeyong, Jungkook, Jimin, and um, hold on, help me out if I'm forgetting someone here. I think I am right. Namjoon. Yes, yes Arim. You can't forget the leader, Reva. Yeah. Arim, sorry. I I I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. So, anyways, they're this really cool group and probably the most biggest boy band on earth. Yes. So. Yeah, like they and, have um, achieved so much. You know, they are the first Korean group to receive recognition uh, certification, actually. From the Recording exactly. Industry Association of America (RIAA) for Mic Drop, and if you guys haven't heard Mic Drop, go listen to it. I'm telling you, you will be playing it on loop for the rest of your life. It's that good. Yes, yes, definitely. I agree with you, Sapika. And uh, they've released uh, a lot of successful songs, and uh, like the most recent one being Dynamite, Permission to Dance, and of course yeah, like Dynamite and, and uh, Butter were nominated for the Grammys. Like the those those are the two of their three full English songs. Like they're Korean group, so they obviously sing in Korean. Yeah. But Dynamite, Butter, and Permission to Dance are their three full English songs, and Dynamite and Butter are Grammy nominees. They're that good. Yeah, the biggest yeah, exactly. was the song Butter. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes, exactly. It broke it's like so many Guinness records. Exactly. Yeah, they broke their own records. They broke their own records for Dynamite. Know, Butter. Like, this is so great. Okay, like, for those of you who don't know, BTS stands for Bangtan, Sonia, and Dan. Bangtan Boys. Or, oh, yes. Yeah, like, Bangtan, Sonia, and Dan, literally, it means the Bulletproof Boy Scouts. They're saying, we're bulletproof, do whatever you want. Exactly, and so are their fans, the army. Yes. Okay, Krisha has posted right. a really interesting thing in the chat. Yeah, I wanted to take that up. Mm-hmm. K-pop and its glamour apart. Okay. I recently learned about the dark side of K-pop. As a K-pop fan, don't you think that we should stop expecting unrealistic beauty standards from our idols, provided that a considerable amount of idols suffer from depression and. A- Certain cases do commit suicide. Yes, that's very true and very sad. Reva. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, awesome question. First of all, Krisha, I appreciate that you brought this up. This is a dark side of the K-pop industry. Yes, but um, the K-pop companies are working on this right now, and it's true. Sometimes you know the extensive makeup and the whitewash and the bleaching. It all makes the K-pop idols look. Very unrealistic and inhuman. Sometimes the K-pop fans just uh, like it actually causes a lot of health issues also. And like you said, some uh, struggle to cope with the pressure and they take to extreme means. But uh, yeah, the companies are working on the well-being of the idols right now. And 
yeah hopefully it will get better in the future but for now we can enjoy the fan cams and the vlogs that they do without their makeup just to show their fans what they do look like with, without all the makeup and all yeah and that as well as like you know it's not only about the looks it's not about the face like the thing is like there's this stereotype in the world that if you're a korean you're supposed to have white clear skin without without makeup and that is very wrong that's just like like majority of the koreans have that skin type it's not compulsory for everyone to have that and not only that even you know their yeah, yeah, body shape like the idols literally starve themselves so they can you know perform like jimin and jungkook from bts only they both uh, yeah definitely yeah they both starve themselves for the butters and you know they literally didn't eat for 2 3 days like that is very toxic like that's a toxic you know fan girlism if you ask me yeah and there are some idols that are sometimes you know discriminated and hated against for having a darker skin color like khwasa from um, i think she was from um, momoland no hold on yeah but khwasa is an idol and uh, yeah she has a bit of a darker skin color and she was discriminated against a lot uh, so yeah i think that's a flaw that the kpop industry should work in a lot uh, like they should try to yeah they should try to reduce the beauty standards so yeah okay well uh, because me has asked us a question uh, for okay. those who know nothing about kpop whom do you suggest uh i think like i said most of us start our journey from bts so yeah it actually is easier to just get into bts listen to their songs for a while watch their reality shows and their variety shows and uh, yeah from there you can start uh, or maybe if you are looking for a girl group then you can start by standing red velvet or um, maybe uh, blackpink yeah mama ko yeah. mama mo please listen to mama mo okay they're like so diverse yes, their range yes. is so diverse it's amazing yeah exactly yeah, like but B- bts it's easier to get into bts because uh you have all sorts of music in bts from you have edm you have r&b you have acoustic you have pop you have rock you have everything rap you have all yeah. sorts of music ranges in bts so it's easier you can find your type in bts easily so people usually start off with bts but txt stray kids and icon please listen to icon they're so underrated yes yes yeah exactly but like bts is a classic and so is blackpink yeah so you can go ahead and listen to them and you can start your kpop journey from there yeah so dia as a non kpop stan like have you heard yeah. any of the you know most popular songs uh, um no not really actually i just managed to convince her to get yeah. into kpop so yeah she's still working on it okay don't worry we both will force you into the kpop army yeah yeah Yeah. So Sanvi just mentioned that Espa is also hated very much. Yeah, I was reading some uh, news reports and it's horrible actually because a lot of the fans in Nightzins are they're just forming opinions and they're just judging Espa's members unfairly, I think. And uh, yeah, I don't like it. Sometimes uh, there are fans or uh, you know haters who just uh, they're just prejudiced against them. I don't know why because of some rumors. and yeah yeah sanvi the music is great it's really nice oh and uh, gurbani here said that she started with nct oh yes oh my god 
Oh, I forgot to mention NCT. I'm such a fool. Anyways, NCT. Yes, NCT is a huge, probably the biggest K-pop band you can say because it has a lot of international subunits. And um, yeah, I think my favorite is NCT Dream. What about you, Satvika? Oh, I haven't really heard to a lot of NCT, so I can't really say anything here. Okay, and what about the listeners? Yeah, Dia, have you heard of NCT, Dia? Um, no, not yet. But I will surely. Okay, not yet. Yeah, that's a great answer. Not yet. You're gonna listen to everything today. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, can you tell about NCT One Twenty Seven? Ah, I I wish I could, but like I don't know much about them. So if you guys know something, uh, please type it down in the chat box, and we'll read it out loud because I don't really know. Do you know Satika? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it's like a subunit of NCT. Like yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. They debuted recently, like four or five years ago, in two thousand fifteen or in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, they debuted in two thousand sixteen with a uh, fire truck. Yeah. Yeah. And it has seven members. Oh. Yes, and I think um, one or two members are very famous. I've heard about Mark and Taeyong. Yeah, Taeyong is super I famous. I think everyone whose name starts with Tae becomes famous. You know, we have Taeyong. <laughs> yes, yes, actually. <laughs> yeah, Taeyong, Mark, even Win Win. I've heard of Win Win. Oh yeah, Win Win, Win Win, and Jaehyun too. Yeah, like uh, since they debuted in two thousand sixteen. Uh, NCT 127 has released three studio albums and four extended yeah, plays in South Korea. Yes, and I think their recent album was Sticker. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah. I think it was really Sticker. Really. I've heard of it. I haven't heard them. Yeah, I did hear the song, and it was really cool. So you should go and uh, check it out. Yeah, and just listen as if you guys know anything about anything else about NCT One Twenty Seven or any K-pop band in general. Please do put it in the chat. We'd yeah. love to know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm always open to underrated K-pop bands or you know just knowing K-pop more in general. Yeah. Okay, Sanvi is uh, getting all the K-pop groups she yeah, knows. Okay, so until then, okay. I guess we can discuss the next topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah, Sanvi, please keep typing. Okay, so our next topic for the podcast is K-pop terms. Okay, so I've used a lot of K-pop terms, and they might have confused some of you. Dia, are you confused by some of the terms? Yeah, some of the terms because I don't know all of them, but I'm really enjoying. All right, so I'll tell you about some of the most common K-pop terms and words to get you started, and uh, you can tell me all the ones that you know about, and uh, you can also suggest some uh, other K-pop uh, terms that you want me to discuss. Okay, so the first is oppa. Oppa is a word that's used very commonly by young girls to address older boys. 
Africa. Do you remember a hilarious incident when a young fan girl called Jungkook from BTS Oppa? Oh my god, yes, like that is one of the most iconic moments of the boy band itself, not only Jungkook. Like basically for those of you who don't know what happened there, Jungkook is the youngest member of BTS, okay? He's the golden macaque, which means he's the youngest. So he doesn't like it when people call him Oppa. Oppa is like a word you use, you know, like here how we call people darling, honey and all that. Oppa is something you use in Korea. In the same way. So, a fangirl, she went to Jungkook and screamed Jungkook Opa. He just gave her this look and he's like, don't call me Opa, I'm not your Opa. Yeah, because he was like, no, I'm so young, how can I be your Opa? How can I be older than you? But, uh, he was so shy. Jungkook is fine with. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's just so soft and shy. So, anyways, it's fine. You guys can call Jungkook Opa now. He's fine with it. Because he is already 24. So, yeah. Alright. So, our next K-pop term is bias and a bias tracker. So, I mentioned the word bias when we were discussing the K-pop groups. So, um, Shatvika, would you like to explain this term too? Yeah, bias is basically the Korean word for your favorite member. Like, you know... In BTS, my bias is we, Kim Taehyung. He's the second youngest and he looks adorable. He looks amazing, actually. He looks adorable and amazing at the same time. That's a skill. Yeah, alright. So, BTS bias. I think my BTS bias is Jungkook, definitely. What are your BTS biases, guys? Just type down in the chat box, okay? Alright, so our next term is fighting. So this is a term we come across almost everywhere in the K world and uh, we think that the spelling is F-I-G-H-T-I-N-G which is fighting in English but actually it's not, it's a Korean word too which sounds a lot uh, similar to fighting. But anyways, it's used to encourage people and in the K-pop world it's used to support the idols. Okay, and next term. Uh, one minute, Reva. Uh, uh, Sanvi has yeah. asked us, why is JK called Golden Macne? Like, Golden Macne is basically oh. because he's the youngest. And, you know, Golden is, you know, considered yeah. superior of everything gold. It's it's actually, it's actually, there's a very uh, funny incident related to it. It's around the time when RM was started, like, uh, he was being called Dance Monster. And, yeah, most of the BTS members were very, very young. And uh, actually, it was RM who gave Jungkook the name Golden Macne. And uh, it was because Macne is the youngest member and Golden because he was multi-talented. And he is multi-talented. Like, John Jungkook can do literally anything and everything. So, that's why he's called... Yeah, like, there's no way he can mess anything up, you know? Oh, yes, yes. But actually, he can. I was watching a compilation of Jungkook being a (laughs) not-so-golden Macne. So, Dia, yeah. have you heard of, you but know, still. Jungkook Jungkook being the golden macne, Jungkook being the not-so-golden macne? Oh, hold on. I think Dia is having some network issues. Alright, that's fine. Okay, moving on. I was on the K-pop term, Omo. So, Omo is a Korean exclamation which is equivalent to OMG in Korean. Okay. And uh, 
All right, so our next term is fan chance. This is a very common question amongst K-pop fans or young K-pop fans. That what exactly is a K uh, is a fan chant? So, Dia, uh, you have watched some live performances of K-pop bands, and you must have heard that whenever they're performing, their fans often shout something. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's called a fan chant, and each band has one, so that whenever they perform live, their fans shout out their names and the motto of the group. So, let me know in the uh, chat box that what fan chants do you know about? Yeah, like fan chant is a nice way of saying us acting like lunatics. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's it's like a formal term given to fangirling. Yeah, like they don't want us to feel bad because we are acting like lunatics, so they just call it fan chants. Yes, I'm so thankful for the K-pop world to giving us that term. Okay, Sanvi started oh, the yeah. BTS fan chant. I'm going to join her. Huh? Oh, okay, sure. All right, I'm going to continue. Jan, right? yes. Okay. Kim Namjoon, Min 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 completed Sanmi, you can do it. Yes, Sanmi, come on, Kim Taehyung, last one. Yes, a golden maknae, go. Yes, we cool, we're done. Yes, BTS. Oh, this one's the fan chant for Boy with Love. Yeah, listen to yeah. Boy with Love. It is like the yeah. most popular song, the most viewed song on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. And uh, actually, nowadays uh, BTS fans like armies have started using it in almost yeah. every single song. It it remains the same, just the beat. Yeah, the thing is, we armies just need a reason to scream out their name in public like mad people. Exactly, exactly, and I mean, I just shouted. I I cannot go to their concerts or their live performances. I just shouted from my room, and my mom thinks I'm crazy. Yeah, like there's this stage, like when you get into K-pop for the first time, your parents think parents think you're crazy. Like right now, my mom has gotten used to me screaming yeah. randomly. Yeah, and they're like, in the beginning, they're like, you're listening to those Chinese boys. Like you have to explain to them every single time. It's Korean. No. They're Korean. And yes, they're not boys. I don't boys. see like like these K-pop groups receive so much discrimination, yeah. especially the boy bands, because of their you know looks and all that. The I don't get it. The world is so stereotyped. Exactly. I don't get it either. And uh, I don't know why this happens. Like just because uh, I don't know. They look really pretty, or they have a bit long hair. I don't know why, but I mean, I can't see the feminine features in them. I just, I just can't see them as idols who make amazing. Yeah, exactly. And even if they do look feminine, it's in Korea and South Korea. It is culture. It's a tradition for everyone to look feminine. A little bit of makeup is common in everyone in Korea. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's a part of their culture. They've done. They've been using makeup since a long yeah. time ago, and just because it's yeah, and it's just because it's not in our culture doesn't mean that we have to disrespect it. So yeah, if you are a new K-pop fan, you might want to get that mindset out of your head that you know, uh, these guys look like uh, girls or their boys look prettier than their girls. That's something that I've heard too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Krisha has asked yeah. another question. Uh, oh, I read somewhere that if any 
Many get successful as an idol. A big chunk of their monetization goes to the committee as a payback for their training. Don't you think that it's wrong for all the perseverance and sacrifice is by the idols? Don't you think our beloved idols deserve better and this should be a topic of concern as an audience? Yeah, definitely idols and trainees do deserve better, but like, the idols and trainees are working under those companies unless you're an independent brand. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they are actually paid. Uh, but actually, the training is free. The training is free. And they are given dorms to live in even when they are trainees. And yeah, they do uh, a lot of hard work. And uh, I don't know where you've read it. I mean, I haven't heard about it. But thanks for sharing. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, yeah, even if they do, it actually, the thing is that releasing a K-pop uh, band is something very tricky and it takes a lot of money a lot of uh, publicity and a lot of other things so like big labels like JYP and YG it's very easy for them because they've already released some uh, famous groups but did you know BTS it was very hard for BTS to become a huge K-pop band because uh, big hit labels at that time wasn't a huge company. Yeah, like a yeah. It was just a startup when BTS debuted. Yeah. Like their first performance, BTS's first performance literally had didn't even have three hundred people in the arena. Like right now, there's no space for everyone to fit in there. Exactly. That's popular. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's why. So I think that's the reason why, uh, like a sum of money goes to uh, their companies. Maybe. Yeah, like the companies uh, take the money just to, you know, promote them, they put them in higher places, but they do receive, uh, you know, for all of the performances, yeah. they receive a very fair amount of money, if you ask me. The rest of them can... Yeah, I something. mean, they, they're rich. Yeah, they're, they're rich. rich. <laughs> they're very rich, actually. Okay, Krisha says, I believe then Solitude Center's activism can change anything, be it intent. Yeah, definitely. But, um, I mean, I agree yeah, like, uh, but Yeah, activism yeah. can help. But the thing is, Krisha, and uh, like in Korea, no, people have accepted the fact that if I become an idol, my life is done there. I have to just continue as an idol. I'll pay the group, they'll pay me. So it's become a policy there. So they're okay with all of that. So no one is really protesting against the huge chunk of money or anything like that. For us, it seems unfair because it isn't practiced here in India. Yeah, exactly. Like um, our singers and artists, they don't follow the same system as the companies or the training system. In yeah, like even in India, you know, like the actors, like, we don't have K-pop, like we don't have Indian bands or anything. I don't think so. But the actors and actresses, they like take crores of money just to do a small ad, a 10 second ad. They take three, four, not three, four, 40, 50 crores. They take just to do a 10 second ad. So... It's like one word. It's all capitalism yeah. nowadays. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. True. Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. So now as we head towards the end of this podcast, we would like to give all the non-K-pop fans and the K-pop fans 13 reasons to listen to K-pop. Uh, because it's new and different from any genre you have ever heard of. Yeah, like that's coming from a non-K-pop fan. People go listen to it. Yeah, like another reason you have to listen to it yeah. is because 
idols put in a lot of effort into the training and to the content they're going to give it to us just like Risha said they train a lot they put in way too much hard work so please respect that hard work right yeah exactly and it's also to become a part of a huge community and feel like you belong i mean come on army is the biggest fan base in the world and it's hard not to find an army anywhere yeah and like we are said like whenever her friends are talking about kpop she feels lost right yeah like it's kind of yeah amazing. so it's kind of the trend yeah it's kind of a trend now so if you want if you don't want to be an introvert who's kind of living under a rock you might want to go out and you know meet people who know about kpop yeah and we should also listen to enjoy quality music yeah definitely that's the point of kpop is the music is not to witness jaw dropping raps vocals and dances like literally go listen to any kpop song okay like you either if you listen to a rap song you will be like How did their tongues move that fast? And their vocals are so soothing. Listen to "Love Scenario" by Icon. That's like a classic K-pop song. It's by Icon. It's so beautiful. Any K-pop stan knows this. Okay, and their dance routines are like yes, amazing. Like they don't have bones. They're all muscles. They bend in every direction. Yes, exactly. I mean, and every single uh, K-pop music video has amazing choreography and amazing sets and visuals, and it's just the complete package. And uh, you should also get into K-pop to have something fun to laugh about every single day, because K-pop has a lot of content. It has songs, and it has variety shows. It has funny moments, and a lot of fan girls obsessing over. even the silliest things that the idols do yeah exactly and to enjoy a variety of content like reality shows quizzes cooking shows etc yeah exactly and uh like i said they have yep. a lot of fun. and you get to keep up with the latest fashion trends and styles like please jhope from bts is the king of fashion and dance like oh my god his fashion sense is like next level Yes, and can we please, please mention uh, Jio Minghao from Seventeen here? He is like my fashion icon. Like I just, I can wear anything that he wears. <laughs> I would love to. And yeah, it's also to learn more about the Korean culture and the country because actually Korea might be a small country, but they are really very proud of their culture and they are promoting it and like. the korean economy is very much dependent on the kpop industry and the korean entertainment industry and uh, yeah and korea is a great country to learn about i'm learning the language of korean myself and uh, i've been thoroughly enjoying it it's very interesting and it's very new and uh, yeah i think this uh, this point i've been avoiding it i've been trying to put a new perspective to kpop but i have to mention this You should get into K-pop to dream about boys and girls who look like Greeks. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. I preach this point of view. Yeah. And will exactly. And you really won't regret it. Yes, look, look, look. People, a non-K-pop stan is saying they look like Greek gods and goddesses. It really, you know, oh my god. Exactly. Please, do you need more reasons? There is one last reason, though. And like. If you want to, like, if some of the K-pop fans in the chat want to give us a reason, like the last thirteenth reason, you can do that too. And um, 
Satvika, you can mention the twelfth point. Yeah. Okay. You should get into K-pop because I'm telling you, you won't regret getting into it. You will. You will like be like, why haven't I listened to this earlier? You will really feel like that. I'm telling you, it's beautiful. Yep. Exactly. And uh, lastly, because K-pop is a very rare form of art, and it's our job as fans to keep it alive. Yes, we're fan girls, and they're going to sit on your throats unless and until you listen to it. Exactly. Okay, so it's time for a short Q and A session. So type down all your questions, and we'll try our best to answer them. Okay. Sunny is a Taiyong. He is a real-life Disney princess. Yes, he is. He even dressed up as Snow White once. Oh yes. Yes, you should go check out the go-go dance performance. Yeah, the Halloween, the Halloween version of it. It's really cute. They all dress up as Snow yes. White and the six dwarves. Yes, exactly. All right. So, Dia, do you have any questions about you know how to get started into K-pop or something like that? Um, and audience, you can type down. Not really. I I just have to listen uh, different uh, K-pop bands and the songs. Yeah, I'll make sure. Yeah, I will. I, I will make sure that you do that. Yeah, I'll make sure Reva makes you listen yeah. to music, dear. And <laughs> yes, she will, yes, she will. <laughs> I know her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, you can get started by listening to various songs. You don't have to get into one single group. That's the thing. If you want, uh, you can just start by listening to the music and appreciating the music, and then later getting on to, into the fandoms and the fan girling part. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So we've got a question from. Hold on. Sunny. Yeah. Yep. Again, Sanvik. Thank you for being such an uh, enthusiastic listener. Which K-pop groups do you think are going to disband in twenty twenty two if they don't renew their contract? Ah, uh, I don't really exactly know. Sapika, do you have? Yeah, I try not to think about that. I know it's so sad. Thankfully, some of the biggest K-pop groups have already renewed their contract. Like, um, I know. Most of you would have wanted to know that if BTS is going to disband or not, but thankfully they renewed their contract in twenty twenty one, and uh, it lasts till twenty twenty seven, so nothing to worry about. And Blackpink, I think it still has a contract till twenty twenty four with JYP, yes. so that's fine. Yeah, and uh, Stray Kids, I think they also have it till twenty twenty five or something. So. Unless you're talking about a specific group, I don't really know. Yeah, neither do I. I don't think anyone was even supposed to disband in twenty two as per the contract they had. Yeah, but if you talk about some of the groups that have uh, disbanded recently, then like the first that comes into my mind is Izone. It was very sad. I mean, I still I Izone and G Friend. Yes, yeah, that was a really sad thing because they were like the grandma and grandpa of K-pop. Exactly, it was so so very sad. I mean, it was very heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It was almost as if BTS had disbanded. <laughs> That's like a next level of sadness. Although I can't imagine that. 
yes yes i think the world will go into depression the great depression will be upon us again if bts disband yeah. definitely and i think the armies the armies will go after the south korean army and they'll just threaten to like no, no, no. no i can actually bet they won't go and threaten they'll enter the war field they'll drag the bts member by the collar and oh, bring yeah. them back oh, to yeah. studios <laughs> yes yes exactly wow okay that's a hilarious scenario <laughs> okay so sanvi says that she was about to follow jifren yeah i had been following jifren until it disbanded it was so sad okay so any other questions Yeah it it really hurts i mean not that we could have attended any concert anyways we're still teenagers i i mean not until a few years later like until we're uh, like 18 or adults at least or not until our parents are going to take us to a trip to south korea okay So to all the K-pop fans that tuned in today thanks a lot and to all the non K-pop fans and dear I hope you learned a lot more about K-pop and realize that it's not just an overrated genre it's a beautiful it's a beautiful musical art form and there's much more to K-pop than meets the eye okay So Satyaka and dear any closing remarks I just want to enjoy thoroughly Okay, go on, Satika. Oh no, that's Wendy. I start off. All right. So I learned like very much about K-pop, and I will certainly start listening to it from today as well. From today. Yeah. Yeah, great. Our conversion is yeah. completed. Yes, we have done. We have created a new K-pop. Yes, yes. my favorite ever. Yes, watch our high five. Yeah, so I just. And also thank you all the listeners who uh, who you know supported in making Dia a K-pop fan, and to all the non-K-pop fans that listened in today, I hope we at least managed to you know pique your interest into getting into K-pop. It's a beautiful genre. Yeah, Satvika, you can. Yeah, all the non-K-popers here, just go try it out. Okay, we are not asking you to. You just have to become a fan and all that, but you just listen to the music. You understand, you know, the songs have a very deep meaning. All of the songs have a deep meaning, so you will really not regret it. I'm telling you, it was our twelfth reason. You won't regret listening to K-pop. Of course, of course. Yes, exactly. All right. So with this we'll end this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and thanks a lot Satvika and Reva for being my panelist today. Yeah. And thanks for all the listeners. Yeah, all right. Bye. Bye, bye everyone.